Hello, and welcome to another edition of Ask the Professor, a crowd-driven, crowd-funded feature that answers your questions on everything from political philosophy to culture to economics to history. And today's question comes from Kent, and he's asking in context of New Brunswick, which has recently had an election, which is Canada's only officially bilingual province, and where duality is a big issue, what are the pros and cons of government protecting language and culture? And my short answer is that there aren't a lot of them. I do make one exception. It's clearly necessary that there should be an official language or a series of official languages in which government conducts its business. And it's also important in a nation where there is a significant um, number of languages that are spoken, or I mean, and two can be a significant number, that people be enabled to get government services, especially essential ones like policing, in a language that they understand. But that's about how government operates. That's not about government attempting to tell the citizens how they should operate. And in my view, the budget for the Ministry of Culture should be zero. There shouldn't be a Ministry of Culture. It is not the business of the government to tell citizens how to behave and how to be. We have a very strange tendency in this country nowadays to delegate all sorts of moral matters to government, which I think is peculiar to the point of self-contradiction in this sense. If we are virtuous people, we don't need government telling us to be nice. And if we're not virtuous people, we won't elect a government that does tell us to be nice. Now, obviously, there is a red line where force or fraud are used. And I quite agree. The reason we have laws against murder is fundamentally that murder is wrong. It's not that it's inconvenient. It's not a kind of a cynical bargain, I won't murder you if you don't murder me. It's not because we find murder distasteful. It's because murder is wrong. So we do use the state to enforce morality, thou shalt not do murder. And more broadly, you shall not harm other people. But when it comes to things like smoking, I mean, there's been this big hoo-ha about banning smoking, and a lot of it was based on secondhand smoke, and some very doubtful science, because especially when people are smoking outdoors in a patio, there's no harm to passers-by. It's just about not wanting them to smoke. You know, having someone being allowed to set up a bar where you're allowed to come and smoke, and nobody has to go there if they don't smoke. To tell people they can't do that is a very puritanical cloaking with the no harm principle of an impulse simply to stop people from doing things that we don't want them to do. So when I think about culture, obviously I'm not thinking about things like a culture where they eat other people. Clearly that can't be allowed. But when it comes to government deciding that we should read better books or that we should hold certain attitudes or that we should speak a certain language, if the government looks at the linguistic makeup of a society and says, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, not enough people speak language X, too many people speak language Y, people, if I want to speak Spanish, I'll speak Spanish. If I move to a Spanish-speaking country, I'm dang well going to learn to speak Spanish. That's what they speak there. If you really don't like Spanish, <laughs> don't move to Bolivia. It's not that hard. So it seems to me that if you look at John Locke and his arguments about self-ownership and why we enter into society, that is to protect our natural rights, I have no right in the state of nature to insist that you peruse a certain literature that I find superior. I have no right to insist that you speak Greek or don't speak Greek or any other language on the face of the planet. So government has no right to do that and it does us no good. It doesn't unite us. We've seen this with official bilingualism. It divides us. It puts us at one another's throats. And 
So I think the answer here for once is fairly simple. Government should have no role in promoting culture. Government should have no role in promoting language other than ensuring that there are certain languages in which government business must be done, and there doesn't have to be just one, and that if there's a significant linguistic community in a region or in a nation, that they can get service, particularly essential service, in a language that they are able to understand. But as for what language we speak among ourselves, that is notre décision et pas la décision du gouvernement. Or through government, of our fellows who happen to disapprove of the manner in which we wag our tongues. If you're enjoying Ask the Professor and you would like to submit a question or comment, this URL will take you to the spot on my website where you can do it. And if you think it's worthwhile and you're not already a supporter, click here, go to my website and make a one-time or monthly sustaining pledge for this and all my other work. Thanks for being with us and we'll see you next time.